Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We would like to pay our respects to the Kitsch, Shumash, and Tongva people, the traditional custodians of the land that this podcast is being recorded on, as well as paying our respects to their elders, past and present. We would also like to extend a warm welcome to any First Nations listeners to this podcast today. Salad or Dolly, through a great party, we all drank Bacardi, it got kind of gnarly. We're light as a feather, we're tougher than leather. Together, we're weirder, we're weirder together. I got shy. I was going to sing. Something. I know you braced yourself. It's like you limp back. I saw the air go into your lungs. You inhaled and music was about to be emitted. What happened? Um, too many songs were flooding my mind. Too many I, I was songs. thinking of um, Superwoman by Stevie Wonder. You were going to sing a little Stevie? Yeah. But you don't freeze under pressure as a performer, do you? No, not usually. I, I, a year ago... Uh, when we were doing the podcast in the kitchen. Such innocent times. I just would come and sing in. Would you feel better if we surrounded ourselves by utensils? <laughs> by pots and pans. Pots and pans. A spatula, one of our first, now a little Ben and Ione law, our first fight we ever had as a couple was over spatulas. I know. Uh, I you were we were making eggs in that really beautiful apartment in West Hollywood. One of those. What was it called? Not the Andes, Andalusian. No, that's... it was the yeah, ones that old Spanish little courtyard ones on so La- cool. North Laurel. And who was your neighbor? He did Peter Medak. Peter Medak, who did uh, the movie The Ruling Class. Oh yeah. And recently made that documentary called like Me and Peter Sellers or something about working with Peter Sellers on um that last film that I don't know if it ever came out even, but it was an awesome documentary. Yeah, really good documentary. Um Yeah, you were cooking eggs with a spatula and uh like a metal spatula and I was saying you should use a spoon or a um I don't know, something else. You, I think you're underselling the intensity of, of your the fight? of the fight. You were like, I, it wasn't just like, I think you should use a spatula. No, it, was it was almost really... more like a how dare you, what type of travesty, where were you, where were you raised? I mean, you were you well, were not happy. Like I was putting down that you were because you 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 were raised with um your your mom is sort of polite and old fashioned. But quite intensive spatula use. It really? I is think that where so. you we got used to frog it from? Kind of, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That's how we fried eggs with a spatula. We didn't have one of the ones with a rubber. It's making thing. me mad again. <laughs> I know. So but wait, you believed you should only cook eggs with a rubber what do you call those things? Well, there is a sort of a rubber type spatula thing. I don't know what it's called. I guess, you know, Kate, my kid actually made the most amazing eggs with a whisk, which I, w- I wouldn't know. I didn't know about back then. So you are open to learning new things as far as your scrambled eggs. Yeah, the but spatula, not from me. I guess, I don't know. I'd like to... I'd like to now prove you wrong and look up YouTubes of cooks or Google. I, I, I'm not that passionate about it. I just defended my ability to make you a reasonable know. breakfast. I, I also know. made you a milkshake with protein powder or something like um, bulking up powder in it because I was drink. I was so skinny 
in my 20s that yeah. I was just trying to like put weight on yeah, yeah, yeah. and I passed you this smoothie and you were like, this is delicious. What is it? And I was like, I don't know. It's got you know, some blueberries and this has got some bulking up powder and you spat it out in a full like John Belushi spit take. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I, I think I'm, I don't have, uh, you know, fears of bulking up, but then when that happens, I I've realize- never heard you say I need to bulk up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, tell us about your amazing night at Freeze Record Club last yeah, week. Yeah, I was going to sing uh, Too High. Well, so it was Inner Visions, Stevie Wonder, and and this record party is so good because it's, uh, it's just the best crowd and the best, and Freeze is so great. So he and his sort of nerd music friend bring beautiful equipment play records one side there's a little break another side and there's like a hundred or 200 people sitting in a room listening to a full album together in silence and i'm so used to doing your crazy you know like spiritual things from when we were first dating (laughs) that i was like what should i wear to lie down and i'm like no no we're sitting up like you know normal people no because i'm used to like the crazy meditations but no but this is really so nice and this, I was a little overexcited and worried to share, like Stevie Wonder, like as if it's something that you can't share with everybody. But I feel so, um, you know, emotional. But also, notoriously, he did use metal spatulas to make his <laughs> eggs. I call him Stevie Wonderful. You do. First person to ever say that, probably. I think Karis said that. Did she? So yeah, do you have a deep Stevie Wonder love? Well, who? I mean, I would say who doesn't, but many people were very young and I don't know if they have the debt you know I'm an I'm a 70s kid you're an old head I'm an old old head but uh so yeah so this album starts with too high and it was right after Stevie Wonder toured with the Stones and Free said you know back then even the roadies got like addicted to drugs and I don't know what drugs Stevie tried but the the first song is too high and is about being too high but uh it's the first album after motown when stevie kind of had his mind blown by like marvin gay and pet sounds and albums that weren't just like baby 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 yeah like experimental pop music basically yeah, yeah. and you know stevie wonder drummed and i mean also there was i mean you know on and on you can go but it was really great. And then we went up to the roof. It's a really cool spot. It's at the old Grandmaster Records, which was a studio in Hollywood on Kuenga. Yeah. And um, a little sanctuary right in the middle of m- not my favorite part of Hollywood. Interesting you use that word because I do believe the cult recorded their seminal She Sells Sanctuary at that studio. Off oh. the Electric album. I'm, I'm, we're delving into... Parts of hard rock lore that I'm not 100% firm on. But. My apartment in New York was nicknamed The Sanctuary. Mm. It was in, it was on. Because you just played the cult around the clock. Because you would go on I, to marry someone and join several cults. So it was really quite appropriate. I couldn't, can't tell you one cult song. What era? 90s, 80s? Uh, 80s. 80s. Yeah, well, they were interesting bridging band between like hard rock and glam and alternative music. Much in a similar way that Jane's Addiction would kind of do kind of better yeah but um but they they were like metal and sort of alternative people kind of liked it my apartment on 20th (laughs) and in between 10th and 11th uh I'm I'm a West Village like person. Whatever. Bitch. That sounds so, I'm a West Village bitch. <laughs> this sounds so terrible. But my first introduction, uh, well, my first introduction to New York was Queens because I'm right. I'm. Wait, did you actually go to? I know your mom grew up. Yeah, there, yeah. But... Well, I didn't grow up in Queens, but my grandparents lived in Queens. But yeah. so anyway, but when I lived on my own, I got this um, 
really fly apartment in in this brownstone and it, we called it the sanctuary it was like before all the galleries opened in Chelsea and it was so quiet but oh my god tell your real estate story because that is like you know everyone has these opportunities in life that they pass up and they don't really like didn't you have the opportunity to buy the building or something for like yeah but it wasn't it wasn't like that crazy those crazy stories really like it was pretty crazy how much were they selling the building for a million or something oh it was a million dollars yeah it wasn't one of those that's still it wasn't how dare you tell that story to the beautiful babies who are trying to pull together a few bucks to go and see oppenheimer how dare you interrupt my story of why my apartment was called the sanctuary okay sorry keep going well it was just quiet i literally had an apple tree in front of my apartment Mm. There was a seminary in front that chi- bells were chiming, and it was and in, and in the back were beautiful trees, like right in the middle of Chelsea. Well, it was very west. Could you actually? I'm picturing you lying in bed, reaching out your window and picking an apple off the tree and just munching it. I was uh, moving my furniture around at night a lot, just out of just compulsion of like moving stuff around. It's like meth housewives. (laughs) (laughs) Not on meth, just on like just being excited to have this apartment because I was newly divorced and I I was having a very hard but opening, you know, when you open up after a separation or something. And my neighbor the next day said, can you not, can you stop moving furniture around? And then literally the next night it's like, 11 12 and i start work also i love decorating so i started doing it again and then i was like wait what am i doing but now we i yesterday i was just complaining that i don't feel like doing anything when i'm up at night with insomnia at times whereas when i was younger in Mm. this apartment i'd play albums i'd make mixtapes i'd paint i'd rearrange the furniture so were you not going out and stuff at night this then? was, was a re- yeah. moomba era moomba pussy posse sam ronson david blaine well i'm like Sorry. let's say sam was before she dated women but what do you mean by pussy posse? Oh, that was Leo's friend group. They were oh. called the Pussy Posse, oh, okay, and they yeah. were at Moomba every night, you know, picking up super. Pussy Wait. Posse. My posse was more like <laughs> Nigel Mogg. <laughs> Nigel Mogg is his own personal Pussy Posse, but Leo. We called him uh, Georgie Porgy because he'd get to have a few drinks and kiss, try to kiss people. Aww. And Dono, boys his, and girls, and Dono's whole group of friends. Your brother was actually there was an article on them in was it Radar magazine? It was one of those New York magazines, and it was about the bitch boys. Yeah, it was about the boy the boyfriends of all the supermodels. Yeah. yeah, I mean, also, and then he wrote a song about it, which you you do when you get humiliated, but humiliated question mark because you know. Shalom Harlow, Amber Valletta, you know, Naomi Right, if like Campbell. the worst criticism is that you're dating supermodels, I think you could take that one on the chin. Yeah. But, you know, our daughter, I, I fear, uh, has, has, you know, has a penchant for the same type of glamour. We were going to a little bar, a little picnic the other day with a group of Australian musicians. And I texted Goldie. I was like, Goldie, you want to come? We're going to a little, in Hollywood on a hill, little picnic with some Australian musicians. She texts back, who's going to be there? And I said, Georgia Mac, Amy Taylor, Amel and the Sniffers, Mall Rat, a bunch of others. She just wrote, nah. And I said, just out of curiosity, who would impress you? And she wrote, Leonardo DiCaprio. He has not shown his face at an Australian musician's barbecue in decades. No, but so. she was asking us about the old parties. I know. She can't believe both of us had interactions with him. I know. know. My friend 
dated him, Caitlin. He Keys. told me I was a badass once. Oh, yeah, but I feel like he threw that t- threw that term around willy nilly. You're a badass. Still, it's like it's a hard. It's a cool term. It's a still even if you're throwing that around, it's not like saying you're great. I've been told I'm a badass by Leonardo DiCaprio, and that I had giant balls by Brad Pitt. So, what about Russell Crowe? Yeah, but he didn't get. I need a soundbite. I need okay. a soundbite. You know, Russell's generally. So, but yeah, these macho kind of macho guys. Who they said like you me. had big balls? Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Goldie, our kid, also wants a pink Rolls Royce. <laughs> so she's a badass. And then <laughs> when you, she showed me the picture, I was like, that is kind of amazing. And um, we going got- back to her, her sort of love of glam i mean leo's is he he's he was he he, was he was glamorous but he's he's he's, like old hollywood now yeah but he was from a more artistic crunchy background yeah that's right i mean he hollywood he wouldn't he's not blingy himself but he is yeah but it's access he's got access yeah but hey i wanted to say that night so obviously one of our good friends georgia mack revealed something the other night that you know when you find something about a friend that makes you reframe them. She can finish a Rubik's cube. Yeah, I know. Would you have guessed that about her? I can do one side in a fancy way like that, where you go, wah, 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 wah. but no, I will actually now that I'm getting to know her. Um, but yeah, the Rubik's cube. It's amazing, and apparently it's all these patterns. They're like crosses, and I forget what the other term was. Flowers. There are all these phrases for the types of patterns, and, and you're you looking see them. for them. And yeah. Doing, I was highly impressed. I can see one pattern, but that's it. Which I one? Wonder, I, I don't know what it's called. I can see the pattern when there's just one color on each side. I think that's called finished. <laughs> but yeah, it's... I it's, guess it's maybe it's like people who play chess. Um, so we had one uh, lun- a, 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 a picnic in yeah. Barnsdale Park. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, park. wait. Yeah. That was it? No, no. That was it. But yeah. I'm also trying to think of why I got triggered last night. So we... <laughs> Because we went to a brunch. Oh, at Joe Wong's Joe house. Joe Wong's, which was wonderful. What? No it, triggers. Wonderful. But can I just say, wonderful lineup of 90s music luminaries. That it was, dog. So yeah, Anna Warrenker and Steve McDonald, Anna from That Dog and Steve from Red Cross, who actually met and fell in love at a noise addict show at Jabberjaw. Classic Wait, LA they, punk. Oh, they, yeah. And that's immortalized in the That Dog song, Minneapolis. I was at the Jabberjaw, cutest boy I ever saw. Not me, Steve McDonald. They were there. Um, my, Craig uh, Wedren. My ex fell in love with Kathleen Hanna at yes, your show. Yes, at a noise addict show. I know. Not that noise addict. Was no, it was it? noise addict oh, at Somersault. Wow. That that's would be, Ben Lee, by the way, before Ben Lee. Yeah, that was my band. Together we're weird, we're weird together. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. That, I think that would be an incredible service to provide, much like a Jewish matchmaker on Netflix. I'm going to pitch this. Indie rock matchmaking, but you don't do it hands-on. It's just, I've always said anyone at my shows 
I like good relationship material because I'm quite romantic. Yeah. So I always thought my shows should have been better pickup joints. Well, they've you've been in a lot of they did all right for me, but you TV know, yeah, shows yeah. romantic. So okay, well, you were talking about getting triggered. Well, yeah, yeah no, yeah. no. I I'm just saying. So I went to Joe Wong's and it was lovely and he pe- made bagels. He made bagels. Uh, I did only. I only got a little triggered because his house was so tidy and clean, and I'm obs- first baby on the way. They don't have little kids running around. Yet. I it's bet too you easy. it's gonna stay that Give way. Give them six months. It's gonna stay that way. And but um, people around my age were all sort of older, and I'm thinking, yeah, what, whatever. I, I, this is all gonna sound so superficial. But then we go to this uh, G flip party. Okay, so last last night we went to G Flip's record release party that her and Chriselle were ha- having at Jason Oppenheimer's house. So this is like Selling Sunset. We, we don't really watch this show, but this is a Netflix reality show. Yeah. So, and yes. it was all yeah, influencers, yeah. and it, and I was trying, and it sort of reminded me of those old. I used to go to Hollywood stories, Hollywood stories, Hollywood <laughs> parties. You know, back when I was younger, you know, uh, in the hills, like up mm-hmm. Sunset, like that. But it was old Hollywood before the internet. Fine, everything, you know, similar. I mean, I guess there was more older men being gross or something. Well, I don't parties know. now, it's like they're set up for Instagram. Basically, right. like there are stations around a party. It, it's all designed for influencers, it feels yeah, like. Yeah, and this was- It was fun, though. This was in, you know, people who were, I don't know, in and around LA and in the business. I don't know. The vibe was all different. But it was like young- influencers and I was wearing a dress that was really cool like this vintage polka dot I don't know what it, what the vibe was but by the end of the night we got there really early and by the time our crew came our Aussie crew the party was was sweet because G Flip sang a song and then this iconic song what was it um I, I, oh, I'll be a man is a new that was off uh, a single off the new album yeah I'll and it's such an iconic song it's I'll, like a it's a hardcore love song for tops yeah basically yeah and it's <laughs> just right on the nose but right right on the money so it was great but um I just you showed me pictures we got home I I hot rolled my hair in the beginning of the night and I was like this outfit's cute um I'm wearing my favorite shoes by uh I Miriam we'll look it up no no I'm gonna look at it because we this is important because this is this also is one of shoes. Daphne Javich's good friends and an amazing shoe designer Mariam um Stalling here it is um Mariam Nasir Zadeh yeah and they're Boston they're shoes. like coral colored cool shoes anyway but then you showed me these pictures god bless you and they were just like i just felt i looked like sort of like a school teacher who rolled down a hill babe that's i mean isn't that terrible there's so much self-hatred going on it's like that but then compared to the other party where yes well there but that was our age group this party was they were like tiktok influences in their early 20s showing as much skin as they could i know i but i think it's also um it's also fuck what was i gonna say um self-consciousness spatulas (laughs) stevie wonder no the apple tree um, outside the window g flip oh it's also because it's also sort of when you are very beautiful, it's that thing, like when you are considered, when you're young, like the Warren Beatty's of the world, mm-hmm. it's sometimes I think kind of harder getting older and your body changes and all of that. Cause you were like, 
once. Oh, so you were saying because you played the ingenue role, Maybe. like the pretty young thing role. Yeah. And so now you're finding it like challenging to transition into a pretty old thing. Yeah, pretty yeah. old thing. But it is <laughs> But you are beautiful and we're like, come on, we're like, it, it, me and you are like the mum and the dad in the scene. I know. We're I like just the have to get into being, I think also the ingenue thing, like I was, you know, you were like highlighted for being young or something. Right. So maybe it's like you're, maybe you're tapping into a, a deficit in confidence in your other assets too yeah. that you're like you're like one of my fa I mean look we do a podcast together you're like my favorite conversationalist in the world not to mention the fact you are still extraordinarily beautiful I think you're more beautiful than ever if I'd grown up in your family where the uh, emphasis was on sort of doing good things you'd and, be a lawyer and yeah. education <laughs> my family were relying on these good looks we got from my Hungarian grandfather but um, yeah, so uh, that's the end of that story. Well, but I wanted to also shout out um, Jessica from the Veronicas and mm -hmm. her fiance Alex uh -huh. were there and they were so in love. Yeah. This is one of the most in love couples I've witnessed in a long time. It, uh, reminiscent of you and I, I must say. Oh uh, yeah, I know. We are still Goldie, our kids said the other day. Why are you guys still in a honeymoon period? I know. Her friends like hanging out here because we like each other. Um, yeah. And it, this was such an L, a, such a funny LA party. It's like middle of summer, and there's fire features, like a fireplace behind glass in a room with air conditioning. But we were all outside mm. too. But it's very LA to have like, and maybe Palm Springs like air conditioning but the fireplace is going it's just totally it's really funny and it was the last night of amel and the sniffers being in town which they are just like that was such a I great know. few weeks speaking of, them of being parents around. i've got georgia mac yep, and then amy taylor amy taylor like my daughter and i feel like grace Mallrat is angling for some oh some, really for some daughterhood too. okay <laughs> okay i'm open um and uh oh yeah well we've also had a few Friends getting bizarrely hacked on Instagram oh, yeah. this week. It's so <laughs> it's funny. Like, that my we've friend... almost fallen for, I think. Oh my god, it's so funny. She it's it's like the private message, like, will you support my clothing line? And it's someone who easily could have one. Totally. That and was then so believable. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. And then I look on her main page and it's like a yellow Ferrari. Check out the car I just bought with my business coach. And then yeah. I'm thinking, that's a funny thing to post when you're starting a business. Like, a, and she, you know, she is married to someone who has some family money or something or other. But I was just like, it's just funny branding to be like, help me with my new business. Look at the Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. our other friend had the fu a funnier car for them <laughs> because it would they'd never get this car. And so now we blocked, like you help someone out if this happens to report you. Their you account report their account and block it. And then in just general, just pour one out for that Instagram account because uh, I think that's the last we'll be seeing happens? of it. But then what happens? It's so crazy. Hey, they have a chance to reinvent themselves with what would their you business do? coach. What would I do? I would straight up hire that business coach and say, let's start again. I'm going <laughs> to embrace this. I'm going to make lemonade. I'm actually going to. Take it as a sign to buy I'm a take yellow or buy that design. pink Rolls Royce for Goldie callback joke. M mental, yeah. mental note. Can I plug my tour dates just before we wrap up? 
Yeah, you um, did um, that last time. I know, but they're still on sale. And then I sold out. What the hell? I got like advertising. You know about the three touch rule? I do. I do. Yeah, you can't just. No, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm undermining my partner. I've uh, got tour dates coming up in Australia in the end of September. 28th of September in Sutherland. 29th in Pambula. 1st of October in Brisbane. 4th of October in Wollongong. 5th of October at Avoca Beach. 6th of October in Katoomba, 7th of October at the Telegandra Hill Winery in Gundaroo, 13th of October and 14th in Melbourne. And there's also going to be some DJ Dad Bod shows Yay. and Rage in the Placid, like 20th anniversary screening. And all we're, in all, we're doing, we're going up uh, to Washington to the Thing Festival. To the Thing Fest also, yeah. And that's going to be so That's going to nice. be our first live pod taping. It's going to be really good. Uh, yep. Kimya Dawson's going to come out and be our guest. So Yeah. And also, yeah, Kate Berlant. Kate Berlant. She's not going to be on our pod, but she'll no, be I there. No, I know. She's competing, which is my direct competition during my DJ dad oh, set. Which I don't I'm, know what to do. I know. I, this is one of your... It's almost like, you know how some couples get like a free pass to sleep with someone? She's your free pass to skip my set. I guess I have seen <laughs> a lot of your sets, but they're really... Well, if your set turns... Yeah, if your set goes on into... It's not going to go on and on and on, I guess. But. I think I'm going to stick within the given time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Grateful Dead show. Anyway, uh, we'll see you later. Love you lots. Beautiful babies. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together.